I'm Brian Bernalis, Digital Director here at the Holland Sentinel. This is From the Newsroom, our uh, podcast presented by the Holland Sentinel staff. We try to do this weekly. <laughs> Let me start off with we, that. We were on summer vacation. <laughs> we were definitely on summer vacation. Uh, we took a little bit of a hiatus like they do on the networks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we were shorthanded. To our defense, we were shorthanded. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of people, we were, and you know. And vacations and yes. stuff are going on. Yeah. So we've decided to come back. We brought the band back together. Uh, and for tonight's, for today's episode, I thought we would talk with our intern, Melissa Frick. Hey, Hi Melissa. there. Hey. Uh, she's been here since... May. Early May. May. And yeah, next week so is your last time. week. Yeah. Correct. Next week I'm finishing up here. You are. Yeah. yeah. So I thought with two veteran journalists here between... Oh, I didn't even do introductions. I'm Brian Ranellis, seated to my right. Sarah Leach. Sarah is our editor. And uh, with two veteran journalists such as ourselves, wow. <laughs> uh, I thought we'd talk to the young folk and, and get their impressions about... <laughs> when did we get old? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm... All right. It's me. I thought we'd talk to the, the young journalist in the newsroom mm-hmm. and uh, get her thoughts about working mm-hmm. in journalism. Why these days are you attracted? Why are young kids still attracted to journalism? Do they still right. read newspapers? I know you go to Central. I go to Central Michigan University. Let's do, yeah, let's do a yeah. little bio here about you, Melissa. All right. Well, um, I'm 20 years old. Um, I am entering my third year at Central Michigan University over in Mount Pleasant. And over there, I'm studying journalism with a minor in Spanish uh, work at the student publication Central Michigan Life there, and, uh, yeah. and we have a couple of alum in our newsroom. Oh, we mm-hmm. do. Yeah, I went there. There you go. Yeah, and Sydney hey. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Sydney and our sports Dan. editor Dan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I go to CMU. Write for the paper there. Um, I also have. My own weekly show on our um, student-run radio station, 91.5, The Mountain, uh, where I just like to chat about music and what's going on and who's touring and who's releasing what. And Who do you play a lot of? Uh, it's it's all alt-rock, alternative rock stuff. Okay. Um, so I can't say that you would maybe know who I play, but... Um, I, I try to Th- lean more on the obscure side of indie rock, I Th- guess. Throwing Challenge out accepted. Throwing out oh, well, I'm sure you know, like, um, like Arctic Monkeys and, okay. yes. and Weezer and yes. um, a lot of Interpol and The Strokes. And, yeah, um, for these bands. Well, heck yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, I just like to play. It's my he's opportunity to... <laughs> he knows what the youth's like. <laughs> You're in touch with the youths. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, that's show. pretty cool. I didn't realize that you mm-hmm. were uh, you had the the show on radio. So um, I have some experience in front of a mic, but it's been a while. So, so how would you describe um, the journalism program at Central? Obviously, because we have so many yeah. alum here, mm-hmm. they get you ready for working in a newsroom. Yeah, that's evident. And it's interesting because I love talking to the alum here about, <laughs> um, I guess their their days back at CMU, but I. I for starters, I'd like to say I value like what our professors bring to the classroom in terms of, um, I guess, their insight as former reporters and editors and how they can tell us um, what the newsroom looked like back then, yeah. I guess. But the fact of the matter is, like, I would say 
journalism is changing. And while us and uh, us students now do, may not know exactly where it's going, we know that um, online is so important. Having no having that knowledge of how social media works and all of us know that we know how to use Twitter as a resource and Facebook to share our stories and to share the work of our colleagues and to interact with other journalists and also also to interact with members of the public and see what they're talking about what they're interested in and what's trending and whatnot and so I'd say for journalism now having that knowledge that's something that our professors don't necessarily teach us they don't tell us in the classroom to use Twitter as a resource and to know how to keep um, our, our, our profiles online professional, um, but also accessible to other people, I guess. Um, so I guess that's something. And so they are at CMU now offering a social media um, class, I guess, that will be coming up with an actual social media professor this upcoming semester. So I'll be enrolled in that class, and that'll be exciting to see what exactly they have to teach us. Cause yeah, I'm interested to see how yeah. this is going to yeah. get down to the academic level, right. because it's hard to teach. In, it's in hard to teach, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, to be that responsive to right. an ever-evolving world. Yeah, I would agree with that. And so I'm, I'm really excited to see you know what they'll have to offer with that class, and whether or not other professors will start um, implementing that into their own courses, I guess, because I think that's really valuable today in the world of journalism. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And aside from social media, um, we were talking beforehand, Sarah and I remember, you know, basically sitting in a monitor and typing stories. That was it. But now you've got to know how to do multimedia, right. f- photo, video, mm-hmm. um, Social, you mentioned social media, right. you'll be taking a class there, but right. it goes be- well, and also using it in your reporting as yes. well. Yep, I mean, because you're using that oftentimes to help source stories now to try to right. find people. You don't have phone books anymore, like right. you and I did, you know, back yeah. in the day where everybody was listed. You have to search for to see if they've got any sort of a digital footprint. Mm-hmm. If you can't to identify people, if you only have a partial. Um, information, so it's used in a variety of ways. Yeah. And do you have to take an ethics class? An ethics class, ethics no. and journalism. No. Okay. No. There, there is an uh, uh, SPJ uh, right. chapter, the Society for Professional Journalists, mm-hmm. and I. That's voluntary. That well, you got to pay dues, but um, right, you can choose to be a part of right. that. Right. Yeah, and and so most of the ethical stuff that for for American journalists is harkens back to the SPJ's um, list of of uh, rules that journalists should abide by. But mm-hmm. those are pretty well accessible to anybody right. who seeks them out. Yeah. So what surprised you <laughs> the most coming, coming to work here? here at the Sentinel with the editor sitting to your left? <laughs> I don't want to say that there were any surprises, I guess. Um, but I've I've just learned so much from my interactions with the reporters and with the community and um like for starters sitting next to audra gamble the cops and courts reporter there takes it takes so much dedication to um fully cover your own beat Mm -hmm. and to make connections within your own beat i mean i could ask audra the name of you know any member of the Ottawa County Sheriff's Department or HPD um, and she would know off the bat their name and their number and what's the best way to reach them and at what hours and that's not something that you can develop like within a month that takes a year to develop those connections Mm -hmm. and to sit down for coffee with those people and 
uh, get to know, I guess, your beat. And so I, I would say I have a better understanding now of the dedication that it takes for a local newspaper to cover its community. And so I, I valued that because that's not something that I, I ever experienced um, with Central Michigan Life thus far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the, the student paper. We with the student should, paper. Should, should qualify that, yeah. Yeah. Are you finding that kids your age still read newspapers? No. Or it's all digital? It's, Do they consume news? That's off? a good question. They consider Twitter to be news, I would okay. say. Um, and that's another thing, coming here to Holland and interacting with um, you know people that live here. And I'll have a lot of people say, oh, yeah, you know, my wife and I have gotten the Holland Sentinel for years now, and we love the newspaper. And that's so great to hear because coming from CMU, I've never seen a student sitting on campus reading a newspaper. I I kid you not. And they're available everywhere. Like every single building across campus, those newspapers are available. And kids just don't read them. A, they don't value having that newspaper. But also, I don't know if they necessarily value us as a news organization because they just get, they consume all their news via Twitter. And for them, that's easily accessible. And which I think is great, but then on the other hand, they um, they don't really value the time and effort that we put into covering the community, and it's all together in this mm-hmm. package in this newspaper, and they just they don't pick it up. So that's partially an age thing, though, too, because I think that like at oh, that, at that yeah. age group, um. you know, well, well, eight, eighteen to twenty-two, you're still a very self-centered being I mean, yeah well, i mean that's just that's just, we all were that way you right. know? Yeah. Like we all just i agree saw through things through our own perspective and unless we were personally invested in it we didn't mm-hmm. care really as much or appreciate what other you know we, we're, we're like that with our parents we're like that with, yeah you know our first bosses and so like once you graduate into the real world you sort of yeah. evolve as a human and learn to appreciate those things and it was on. refreshing to come here and have people say that they appreciate <laughs> the newspaper you know so okay uh, for you personally, why why choose journalism? Because you know everything they everything that's out there is saying Prince dead. I know. So, <laughs> 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 what the like, what? I know. yeah, I know. Uh, so why why would you choose journalism? Yeah, and I agree. I mean, for me right now, I was just sitting down the other day for lunch with Dan Diadana, and I was asking him what he thinks about where the industry is going i guess and it's kind of scary and hard knowing that you know in 10 years it's not going to be what it is right now necessarily what with putting out newspapers Mm -hmm. on a a daily basis or whatever but i i appreciate that there are people that work to put out the stories of the community every day and this is their job and you know that they're going to tell the truth well you don't know it but they do. They want to put out the truth, and that's what I want to be a part of, you know, is telling the stories within the community. And like, It's funny because within my time here, you know, you guys have joked about how I, I, I get excited about, you know, going to these court hearings or doing these, you know, maybe meaningless little stories, but I, I think it's really exciting and... I don't know. Maybe I'm just new within the industry, yeah, but no, for me right now, appreciated it because usually it's um, in in your age group. You're kind of a, you're, you are not the norm. Well, <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> hopefully, I'm not embarrassing you, but <laughs> but usually, like we typically see a lot of apathy, even within the interns who choose to choose this as their as their profession. 
uh, even though they acknowledge that this is a good opportunity and a way to learn, there's still something about that time period in life where they just can't quite, sure. you know, understand or appreciate the opportunities that they're given. So, so we appreciate the fact that you are excited and that you've been, you've been all in. I mean, you walk, you walked in and it was like you were a full-time staff member from day one. So it was great. Thank you. But aside from that, it is very exciting, you know, going into journalism now and there's that potential where maybe we don't know exactly where it's going yet. But um, as we begin to fully understand the potential that um, journalism has online and with social media and whatnot, I'm excited to be a part of that and, um, I guess, grow Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the industry. I think the industry will still be around. Oh, of course. There will still be jobs. That's, yeah. They still need somebody to be able to tell tell you what's going on. So, yeah. It's the medium that is sort of up for debate, I suppose. Although I'm sure Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos will come up with something to <laughs> some bot out there to replace. I should, personally, I think that print is going to be, end up becoming like a kind of like a quaint niche model. You know, digital obviously is there's a lot of growth there, and that's that you know with the development of all the smartphone technology and all these devices that we have, like in our cars and our homes and in our purses and pockets. Um, but I think that there's going to be like a certain nostalgia for papers. It's going to make them hang on for a while. And you're going to probably see like larger print editions, like on the weekends, like, mm-hmm. like, like weekly things, yeah. like wrap ups of news. Um, I, I know, you know, humans tend to be, let's say frugal. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and so they don't want to pay, um, really anything, but if they, if they have to pay the, it's easier for them to, to stomach paying once, you know, for one thing a week, um, to get, to get a tangible product so that they can see like what they're paying for and kind of see like the evidence of it in their hands. Um, and, but otherwise I think it's going to be a digital world. Yeah. I, I would like to hear from you guys, I guess, what you think in terms of the future and online, um, will be for having, you know, the text stories and then also there's videos and there's, mm-hmm. um, photos and then there's this kind of like audio podcast format, I guess. And I'm curious what you guys think the future of those will be and whether or not you'll see one, um, diminish a little bit in one. Um, you want to take this? I, I have an opinion, but I'm going to let you know. Oh, thanks. You. <laughs> I, I will say. You are absolutely right in that in 10 years, this is going to look all... 10 years ago, there was no YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. five years ago, there wasn't Twitter. Um, you know, that's one of the reasons why I kind of went back to school was kind of try to get ahead of that curve as more newspapers were going that way. But I think you're going to see more smartphone mm-hmm. technology. You're starting to see it now with larger papers like USA Today, uh, New York Times, some of their stuff on the uh, you can access off your smartphone. It's ridiculous. And um, you know, from the this was a news conference I was at 4 years ago. They were talking about VR and virtual reality. And I think mm-hmm. it was the Times that was using VR for their stories. Mm-hmm. So how that will translate? Will that filter down to smaller papers like ourselves i'm sure as the technology becomes more affordable i would love to see something mm-hmm. like that here if you know if we could get a drone here that would be fantastic i'll ask santa <laughs> <laughs> 
well, I have to get my license then. <laughs> but you know, it's it's uh, it, it's like that. Um, it's called the hockey stick graph. The more over time you see um, costs come down, and competition will start to thin out. And um, I think technology like VR, if it does come down to us, that would be fantastic. Um, in the meantime, you know we are embracing smartphone technology as mm-hmm. much as possible with mm-hmm. our app. Yep. Push notifications. We try to get out as live streaming video. Live, to thank you. Yep. Uh, I, Facebook Live has been mm-hmm. that's been tremendous for mm-hmm. us. I think. Right. Right. Uh, whether it's a political bit, debate mm-hmm. or forum, or in the one instance I live stream the overturned SUV, police SUV over mm-hmm. here on Seventh and Pine. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a good way to wrap it up, but. Well, I think um, in, in my personal observations of the different mediums, so you've got radio, you have TV, you have newspapers, and then you have like kind of like the web only um, mm-hmm. niche, right? And so. I think that as technology has been introduced and has evolved, we've all kind of come from like our niche places um, and have incorporated new technology as it's developed. So we've, we've all started to look a little bit more similar to each other rather than different, but we all have our specialties, right? Um, and I think we are uh, the, one, the one silver lining of the, the eventual death of print is that we will be very well positioned to be um, to survive in the new age because we are the ones who are more noted for our in-depth, thorough storytelling, which the other mediums, and that's not a knock on the, the people who work in those industries, but they are limited by the medium that they work in. In radio, you have a 30-second to a minute spot. It's the same thing for TV. So they literally just have to get in, tell you a couple of bullet points, and then they got to get out. And then they've got to go on to the next thing. So, so that has translated over time where they're not taking, they're, they're covering broad coverage areas, regional um, areas, and they just don't have that kind of expertise that we do in terms of really focusing on a smaller area and, and digging deeper. And so I think that that will bode well for the for the newspaper journalists who have those skills i think that they will come in high demand once we all end up kind of like looking a lot more like similar to each other that's a very good point Mm -hmm. i didn't think about that i mean i even have a tv station a local tv station who i won't identify who is asking to have a content sharing agreement with us because they they recognize that that's Mm -hmm. where it's trending and you know they also we we are we are um, they have more staff um, in order to do spot news. We don't have um, as many resources. They've got those uh, highly technical cameras. The, the radio stations have the, the audio equipment that we can't really compete with. So uh, I recognize that there's some value there for us to be able to work with them to share content as long as we're crediting one another. I think that we're not necessarily in direct competition, um, and, and we need to start sort of acknowledging that if we're all going to survive and work together in the same shrinking pool that we're going to have to start doing these sorts of things i will add an addendum to what i said Mm -hmm. and i think it kind of goes to what you were saying when i mentioned the 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 hockey curve stick Mm -hmm. yeah the graph um the fact that we're doing a podcast right uh you know this was normally we'd have to go down to htc right Mm -hmm. yeah and record it yeah 
five years ago, right. six years ago. But now we've got this, you know, Zoom recorder with mm-hmm. three mics hooked up Which to it. Which was very affordable, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I think, you know, we could have done it on our, our smartphone right. if we wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we want to sound somewhat professional here. <laughs> <laughs> we want to trick everybody. <laughs> uh, so, so, Melissa, as your internship wraps up, what do you think you're going to take away from this experience and, and head back to Central? <sighs> Send more interns. <laughs> right. Well, I'll send more interns. But aside from that, um, I guess now I have um, a more realistic understanding of how a newsroom works. I understand the communication that it takes between each reporter within their beats, um, between them and then also with the editor. And um, it, it just takes an entire newsroom to function and to put out a paper. And whereas over at Central, while you know, our paper is fantastic and I received the most amazing experience, you know, working there. Um, it's a little bit more, I guess, individualized where I'll be sent out to go cover an event. And then on top of that, um, um, a photojournalist will be sent to take photos of that event and then I'll send it. It's, I guess, not as much of a um, mm-hmm. process where we're all involved, I guess. It's mm-hmm. more individualized. Whereas here, I understand that how it all works together. How it all works together, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to. I just I, I have a better understanding of how a newsroom works and the dedication that it takes. And um, we're one big family here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you you almost need that as an organization yeah. to survive too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm. While I've loved my time here, I'm thrilled to take it back to CM Life and. You know. Here's the big question. Are you coming back next year? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. That'd be great. We'd love to have you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to speak for Sarah, but I'm sure she feels the same that we thought the world of you. You mm-hmm. did amazing work yes, this definitely. year. Totally impressed by the copy you produced. Um, yeah. It's been great getting to know the Holland community, and I've loved it. I've loved it so much. That's great. So, yeah. Well, with that, I think we'll wrap it up. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. On behalf of Melissa Frick, Sarah Leach, I'm Brian Bernalis. Thank you all for listening to From the Newsroom. Hopefully we can have one next week. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't take another two-month hiatus (laughs) in between podcasts because that's not really uh, (laughs) all that great. But, hey, we do what we can. So thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time.